Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hoaxes and other fake news stories. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria Ryan. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Using common sense thinking with New York Street Smarts. Now with Dr. Maria Ryan, here's Rudy Giuliani. Welcome to Uncovering the Truth with me, Dr. Maria, and Rudy Giuliani, sponsored by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Well, we are mourning here in New York the death of socialite Ivana Trump. I'm glad people are talking that she was a great businesswoman, an incredible mother, more than just the ex-wife of President Donald Trump. But you knew her. You personally knew her, Rudy. I, I knew her well, I, actually, particularly back in the late 80s and early 90s. And she was in, indeed. Uh, well, I don't know if you, I don't know if you need to be a lot more than a wonderful mother, but she was a yeah, wonderful right, mother. Right. But she was so many others. I mean, she was a great businesswoman. She was a terrific partner to him in, in business and in, in the development of his brand, which, after all, you know, is ultimately what made him president. Right. And uh, she was a really fine person, a really nice person. And uh, I have tremendous admiration, as I know you do, with the way the children turned out mm. when I remember them as ba- babies. Yeah. I mean, every, everyone else <laughs> thinks of Eric and Donald and, and Ivanka as I remember them as little little babies. And uh, given all the stress and the divorces and everything else, uh, those are three fine uh, young, young young people. Yeah. I mean, uh, whether you agree with them or disagree with them politically, they, these are very contributing, fine young people who, and I don't want to mention anyone else, who can, in comparison to some of the other children that come out of something like that. Yeah, and Ivana and Donald, it seems, remained really good friends and that she even talked to him during his preg- uh, <laughs> pregnancy. <laughs> well, Men cannot get pregnant. We're going to take, take, we take that up later. We'll yeah, take it up now. <laughs> let's take it up later. But what's been on my mind really is the Middle East because that's of deep concern to me. It always has been. The story of how Rudy and I met was we were both speaking at a, um, it was really a healthcare conference. I was a regular speaker. He was a headliner and I went to listen to his kind of open forum. And I asked him a question about Yemen, and he was really, really surprised. So we ended up later talking about it. But I've always had a big interest in foreign policy and what's happening in the Middle East. And I'm I'm not scared of them. I recognize their hatred of us. It is a culture in Iran. They grow up with the mantra, kill Americans, kill Israelis. I mean, that's who they are, very dangerous. And back in 2015, unbeknownst to the American people, Obama gave them upwards of, some people like to fight about the money, so I will say upwards to $150, excuse me, $150 billion on pallets. Why would you give cash? And do you know what they did with that money? They took that money and supported Hezbollah, built up more weapons to be against America, went after Yemen. They, Yemen is a training ground for terrorists, and I have no love for them either. But they went after that. They want Yemen for some reason, and they just recently bombed them again. Yeah. Yeah. So It's impossible to understand why Biden and Obama love 
the reign of terror, the regime of terror so much. I mean, this could be, in fact, it's impossible to understand why they like China so much. I mean, these, these, these are some of the worst countries in the history of the world. The, the two Ayatollahs, there have been two Ayatollahs, I don't know how many of their own people they killed, hundreds of thousands of their oh, own people. Yeah. I mean, China, of course, kills 60 million of its own yeah. people. Uh, this, this is a country that has, uh, is a religious dictatorship. The leadership either is or pretends to be insane. They want to destroy the state of Israel, our biggest ally. They'd love to destroy us, uh, death to Americans. Yes. And they do kill us. Yeah. I mean, they've, uh, yep. and of course, Biden pays no attention to it. Now, we've had eight attacks since Biden has been president, but he hides them. Yeah. Uh, they don't and, get any media and he, attention. And he's literally, I think it would be fair to say, he's sucking up to them to try to make a nuclear deal. That's only in their interest. I know. That's what I don't get. There's a lot about the Biden administration I don't get. There was a lot I didn't get about Obama. Their love of the most evil people, the people who really hate America, you give money to, you support. And Iran now is giving Russia all kinds of drones and other things. I mean, there's a really strong partnership between Iran and Russia. And I don't know if it's because President Biden is compromised by both China and Russia. We do know that Hunter left another laptop in Russia. And then the Moscow mayor's wife gave Hunter $3.5 million. $3.5 million a, a, as a mi- for minimum, what? As a, as a minimum. Yeah. As a minimum, uh, there is very, very good indication there's a lot more money that is being covered up. I mean, the Treasury Department has never allowed... Uh, examination of certain accounts that are being held. Yeah. Uh, you know these SARs, uh, 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 suspicious activity yes. reports. Yeah. There have been more filed against the Bidens than any, I think, than anyone in history. A hundred and fifty just since Biden became and that's president. Just, and that's just Hunter and James, and, and they're the bag men. Remember, yeah. Remember who Hunter and James are. Yeah. Uh, James, you don't hear as much about, but he got he got a piece of a one point five billion dollar. In housing Iraq, contract right? in in Iraq when yeah. when Joe sold us out in Iraq and got some of our people killed by not getting a status of forces agreement. This goes so deep. You know what I was he's wondering? A, 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 he's an evil man. Yeah. Uh, this is what I was wondering, Rudy. You're supposed to get congressional, right? The Congress holds the purse strings. You're supposed to get congressional permission. Obama didn't. In 2015, and it's alleged, and if anybody has any information about this, please call in to 1-800, I forgot the number, but anyways, um, call into our radio station today and tell me if you have information that Biden gave Iran money on this trip to the Middle East. It's alleged right now. I don't have the facts, but if anybody knows anything, please give us a call. Well, the reality, the reality is that I think he may be the last one left that wants to do a deal with Iran. Uh, there's an article in one of the papers. It may be, it may be even in the Times that uh, Russia may do him a favor and make it impossible for him to have a deal with Iran. Uh, he has to have, I guess. Um, I, I just, I just am, am without words to explain why you would give money to a regime that sponsors terrorism. But I can't answer the question about cash. Yeah. It's Please because, do. It's because it's going to terrorists. So if I if, if Exactly if, that was my if, point. Yeah. I yeah. mean if, if if the United States wants to give uh money to uh UK or UK wants to give money to Ukraine unless it's an immediate problem uh that's involved, you you wire it. You wire the money into the yes. account. Yes. Yes. Uh Cash is the way terrorists and organized criminals do business, and drug dealers. Yeah. And and Iran does a lot of drug dealing, too. The mullahs are major drug dealers. I mean, it, it, it just leads you to the conclusion that uh, when Biden says that America is systemically racist, which if you take him literally means he hates America, maybe he really does hate America. Maybe he does, because I don't understand this love affair with the worst people of all time. We have energy within the United States, but he insists on talking to a a group like Saudi Arabia for more oil or Venezuela 
or, you know, it just kills me. We have it here and we probably make it safer for those environmentalists, climate people. <laughs> I don't know what to call you because you're almost irrational sometimes. I want, I seek to understand where you're coming from, but it's almost irrational. But we have it here. I don't get why he's going around begging other nations. And Rudy, it, remember not too long ago, Biden was with um, the prime minister of France. They were caught on a hot mic saying that Saudi Arabia had no intention of increasing oil production or helping the United States. So if that was already known before this trip, this is what I'm afraid of. This trip was about (laughs) something else, something that we don't know about in the news, whether there was side deals somewhere It had to be, there was no reason to go 10,000 miles to get turned down for something you knew you were going to get turned down. Yeah, that's a very good point. I mean, he classically, if we were to evaluate this presidential trip, if if we had like a real president, this would have been a terrible (laughs) failure. And you'd wonder if his administration had any common sense and you'd want to heads would roll. He goes to he goes to uh, Israel and he ends up the trip in Israel with the prime minister of Israel who's just really a rookie, new, yeah. completely contradicting him over. Uh, can we can we get that? Um, that's, I mean, the prime minister of Israel basically says to him, you're wrong about Iran. You're just dead wrong about Iran. It's not going to happen unless you, he says, essentially, go back to Trump's policy. Yeah, let's, let's listen that to that. That was cut for. Let's listen to absolutely clear. We will not, let me say it again, we will not allow Iran to acquire a nuclear weapon. I continue to believe that diplomacy is the best way to achieve this outcome. Words will not stop them, Mr. President. Diplomacy will not stop them. The only way to stop them is to put a credible military threat on the table. You know, Prime Minister of Israel, I'm with you. And as we know, what happened in Afghanistan in that terrible, non-strategic pullout I agree our troops needed to come home, but there was a way to do it. And what did we do? We gave up a very sophisticated Airbus, uh, air base in Bagram. That's how far from China? 400 miles, maybe 600 miles from Iran. Like, that. talk about strategy and protecting allies or even us. Well, I mean, the, the, rea- the reality is that uh, trip. Uh, part one of the trip to Israel, president gets contradicted by uh, prime minister of Israel uh, in an embarrassing way in front of the world. Uh, second, second, uh, Biden basically bows down to pariah, a man he called a pariah, goes and fist, goes and fist pumps him instead of shakes his hand, which is almost worse. I mean, it'd be so ridiculously it's hypocritical. It's like a kid thing or something. So, so, too. so ridiculously just, uh, hypocritical. He begs him for oil, and the guy tells him to go pound sand, and which is funny. See, and he would smirk behind him. Well, of course he smirked behind him. The guy called him a pariah. And, of course, Biden reacted to that like uh, Mohammed bin Salman is the only bad guy in that region. Meanwhile, he does business with uh, uh, China that makes... Uh, MSB look like uh, a saint. (laughs) He hasn't killed 60 million of his own people yet. He uh, wants to do business with the Ayatollah that's killed hundreds of thousands more people than anybody in Saudi Arabia has. So I'm not defending Saudi Arabia. I I have a real thing about Saudi Arabia because of September 11. Remember, I gave the money back back to one of their family members. Turns out to be a big crook, I guess. Uh, But in any event... When we start comparing, you know, I have to break you what, there because you kind of horrible... stand on principle. I just want to make that comment. Most people would have taken the ten million, but because it was from them and they were behind the nine eleven, you told them to pound sand. Yeah. I respect that. <laughs> but you know, you know, Maria, the, the fact is, look, it's one thing if you if you like like Jimmy Carter had a whole thing on human rights, but how do you how do you how are you uncomfortable with uh, with uh, Mohammed bin Salman, but you're not uncomfortable with uh, China, and you're not uncomfortable uh, with yeah. Iran, and you're not uncomfortable. You either with... have those values or you don't. But they're worse. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're considerably worse. Yeah. Well, I... there's been a big shift in Saudi Arabia, though, since post World War II. We had a nice relationship as far as, far as oil production with them. 
but it is definitely switched where their alliance is with Russia. Well, they put, well Obama pushed it there. Yeah, yeah. Obama pushed it there by making the deal with Iran. No, no one, even Israel, is not as worried about Iran as uh, Saudi Arabia. Yeah. The the longer, more historical hatred, which which in, implicates Shia and Sunni, mm. also implicates uh, Arab and Persian. Yeah, is between Iran and Saudi Arabia. Yeah, this is a hatred that is so old we can't even understand. It. Exactly, and it's ingrained in them. And uh, uh, Saudi Arabia is now on its own in that it used to depend on the U.S., but who can depend on Obama and Joe? Biden, let me ask you before we take our break, and then when you, when we come back, you can tell us a little more about it. But what about this uh, new this new strain of COVID that is out yes. out out there? It's COVID nineteen BA point five BA. Yeah, and there are five variants, and it's leading yeah. to a surge of cases, and there are all it's sorts a- of pictures. And when we come back, uh, Doctor Maria is going to. Give us a little perspective on this and plenty more. Okay, let's go to break. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria Ryan. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Now with Dr. Maria Ryan, here's Rudy Giuliani. Welcome back to Uncovering the Truth, sponsored by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Rudy Giuliani and I, Dr. Maria, were talking about the Middle East trip by President Biden and how it didn't go well. And we're really trying to understand the whole purpose of the trip. Well, I mean, it didn't. Uh, first, <laughs> first, you had the usual set of flubs. You know, he honored the Holocaust and a couple of other stupid, idiotic things that he said. Uh, he looked sometimes like he didn't know where he was going. No, I know. And when I he did know. the when he did the fist pump with uh, with uh, uh, Muhammad, when it, yeah, it looked like he was going to miss his. <laughs> and that whole thing was so. It, it, yeah. And then he answers questions and he gets angry and. Uh, I it's, think it's he tried obvious. To shake I mean, it's obvious that we too. are avoiding the Twenty Fifth Amendment. I mean, it's quite obvious now that. Yeah, that everybody knows. Everybody knows, and the whole world knows our secret that our president has some form of dementia that's serious enough that he should not be having the responsibilities of leader of the free world. Amen. Yeah, and and he seems so um, bought and paid for. He's he's just going hook, line, and sinker into the progressive, radical left's want list, wish list. Yeah, well, they tell him what to say, and then he, and he sticks doesn't. with it. So, so, so that terrible poll came out where what eighty percent, eighty percent find him a failure. But when they ask uh, who would you vote for, him or or um, Trump, the Democrats go ninety two percent for him because they hate Trump. Like that's a sickness. That that and, is. Uh, what, so what they what tell him. They, Jean, Judge Jeanine used to call it Trump derangement, derangement syndrome. syndrome. Yeah, yeah, it's a sickness, and. Yeah. Uh, well, you, you see it when the, you see the look on people's faces every once in a while when they come up to me. Yeah, I, I used to admire you. You were a great mayor, and you did a great job after September 11. I said, "Well, thank you very much." It sounds like it'd be nice, but then you sold out. You sold your soul, <laughs> like like I sold my soul to the devil. You know, like Mephistopheles. You sold your soul to Donald Trump. You know what you did? You stood up for what you was right and wrong. Soul. You knew. Because you are the Elliot Nest of your time, Ness. And you knew that that whole Russia collusion thing was fake. I did the opposite of selling myself. I, I represented an innocent man that other people wouldn't yep, represent. That's which, right. Which used you to be. You did your, your which, job. On the other side of the prejudicial wall that we have here, used to be honored uh, greatly uh, when, when, uh, when we had a country, when we had a country in which uh, you could have different opinions. Now, I got to ask you now because of your your scientific background. 
And I'm, maybe I feel I'm missing something. I'm simplifying this too much. What's all this stuff about people don't know what a woman is? You know, uh, what, what's going? Is, is, are they are they being like insulting and stupid? So <laughs> or what? Uh, what I mean that that I, woman I, I, that I, woman who appeared and said, and then the justice Kentenji Brown she says yeah. she doesn't know what a woman is. What that's got to be insulting. Yeah, and all this stuff really that's against women. I feel bad for women athletes when they're letting transgender people in because it's still a male competing against you, and men are biologically stronger than women. But a woman is an XX XX chromosome, period. A man is an XY. Now, if a woman – wait a minute, how do I say this? If a man – Biological man, XY chromosome, says now he's a woman, he cannot have babies. If it's a woman, an XX chromosome, who now says she's a man, she can have a baby. As long as she's not pumped up with all these crazy hormones, which are really, you know, you shouldn't be doing that to your body. I I don't think it's right. So basically what they're really saying is, that if you are biologically a woman, yes, but you think you're a man, yes, that's a man when a can man have, that, can that's have a baby. That's the kind of man that can have baby. Yes. Now that's what I believe is the thing from that lady. I don't even know who she was. She was a professor fighting with Josh Hawley over this. Now, I know I'm going to get in terrible trouble, but ask this question. <laughs> but this is a hypothet- hypothetical question. Yes. What's the difference between that and thinking you're George Washington? <laughs> I I want to identify as like Thomas Jefferson or Abraham. No, Lincoln. do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I I mean there there are people. There are people. I used to be with is them called, all the well, time in the U.S. Attorney's us, Office who who have what do they call the disease when you think you're somebody? You you walk delusions around delusions of grandeur, not schizophrenia, or oh yeah, it's a part of schizophrenia, a personality disorder. There's a lot of different mental illnesses, but there is something a true uh, psychiatric disorder called gender. Gender, I get my New England accent. Gender dysmorphia. Sometimes everything ends in an A and it doesn't. Gender dysmorphia. and uh, But now it seems to be so heightened. I think there's a lot of peer pressure. Can you say that now? Can you say, would gender dysmorphia suggest an illness? Yes, a psychiatric but illness. But you're not supposed, you, you, you're not, that, that's insensitive, isn't it? To, to suggest that somebody, if, if I, uh, or, all of a sudden, in the middle of this show, if I decided I was a woman, uh, that would be seen as something normal that I'm going through, as opposed to gee, Giuliani lost his mind. Yeah, it wouldn't. It's it's not normal. But I will. <gasps> we're going to continue with our Israeli <gasps> discussion because we do have somebody in Israel. Joel is at the Sea of Galilee, and I'd like to hear what what he and the people of Israel are thinking about President Biden's visit. Good morning, Joel. Hey, Joel. How are you? Good, Your Honor, and good morning to you, Dr. Maria. Good morning. Um, well, I can't, I can't speak for all the Israelis because there's a wide range of opinion. Yes, of course. Um, but, you know, just like, look, Biden lost all credibility when he lied during that second debate. And I think that anybody that doesn't, uh, that hears his voice, who saw how capable he was of, looking right into that camera and being dishonest can't really trust what he says. And so I think that the Israeli intelligence, you know, they have, they're they're on to, um, you know, how how much of what he says can be trusted. Joel, are Um, you referring to what he said was the conversation with the Saudi prince? No, no. I mean, I was referring way back in the, in the debates when the, when Trump brought up the, the, the laptop and then the 50 intelligence officers. So the fact that he's so, able to be a smooth talking liar i think I, and i think a lot of the israelis now are, are very aware of that cover-up so yeah. i think when it comes to um you know politics you know there's the show and then there's what's going on behind the scenes you know and he's always been a uh i hate that word but i guess if a, if it's a liar it's a liar he always lied even before he had the two aneurysms one that leaked and caused a 9 hour surgery so he has pretty bad brain injuries in 1988 but even prior to that in 87 he basically got kicked out of New Hampshire Sam Donaldson had exposed him because of all the lies he was telling and at that time America good for you 
you wouldn't put up with it. And you and he had to drop out of the presidential race. Now we know people are crooks or whatever, and we don't anything about it. We lost our values, I guess. Yeah, is this the people in Israel feel a little kind of comfortable that it looks like there may not be a deal with Iran? I mean, uh, despite Biden, it looks like it might not happen. Oops, he's he's gone. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he'll be calling in during the week, so you got to stay tuned yes. to Rudy Giuliani show. Three to four every day on WABC you Radio. You got to tour dot that Iron Dome. I got to tour the Iron Dome. Iron Dome uh, right? You know, Biden said, I saw the Iron Dome. But he goes, I, bet, I, bet, I bet we could take a test. And, they, they probably let and him I bet, drive I, by I bet, it. I bet I remember it, and I bet he doesn't. I bet. I bet. Yeah. Look, I've known him. I'm talking about a guy I know for 35 years, and I have said this before he was president a long time ago. I know you're going to think I'm exaggerating. You know, I know you, you're going to think I'm just making this up. But people who know me for years know I've been saying it for years. He is literally one of the dumbest people I've ever met. I mean, people, not just politicians. He's one of the dumbest people I ever met. Well, he is I'm... profoundly dumb. Much of what you see comes from pro- profound stupidity. The reason he's constantly saying IQ, 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 IQ. He probably has one that's embarrassingly, ridiculously mm-hmm. non-existent. <laughs> it's not even funny. This isn't rhetoric, but I'm scared we're going to get attacked for multiple of reasons. It's not just Joe Biden. It's Kamala Harris. It's Blinken. It's Garland. It's the invasion at our southern border. Another report with more people on the terrorist list have entered our country and no one cares. But we are going to go to a break. Stay with us. And we'll be with you soon. Talk Radio 77 WABC. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria Ryan. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Now, with Dr. Maria Ryan, here's Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani back with the show Uncovering the Truth, sponsored by Tunnels to Towers, T2T.org. You know, I didn't get a clear answer to the COVID, the new CCP virus. Should I lock myself in for the next six months and not breathe? Isn't it funny? We're getting near the midterms and starting to gear up, and all of a sudden people want to lock us down, put masks on us. That'll never happen again. You fooled some of the American people once. You can't do it again. But this is a variant of the Omicron. It is Weaker, per se, in layman's terms, and uh, causes very mild sim- symptoms, and the mortality is very low. How many, how many, what was the mortality? Like almost nobody. Yeah, it's it's very, very low. And do you know there's all these great studies being done, but they're not being told on air that literally right now with the last two variants, it's the vaccinated are getting infections at a higher rate than the non-infected. So most curious minds say, why? It's because the mRNA vaccinations are fooling with our T-cells in our immune system. So it's very fascinating. Not that I don't want people to get sick, but we really need the best of minds to sit down and tell the truth to the American people. And we need to follow people who have been vaccinated to look at long-term side effects like we did with any vaccine. Yep. But of course, this is no longer being called a vaccine. Right. But anyways, because it doesn't so why really don't we pretend. go to Paula? Looks like she has a question about All right. COVID and the elections. Good morning, Paula. Good morning. Um, I love your show. And, Thank you. Um, I have something that uh, I would like to alert you to. Um, if we keep doing uh, what didn't work, hmm. the result is we're going to get the same result. You are now, smart. Uh, the, what, in the last election was this uh, mail-in balloting and what led to tremendous uh, frustration uh, in terms of the result of the election, uh, from the, the whole American people, uh, we're still involved in that, and um, it's because the, the, the when you mail in a ballot, you don't sign. 
uh, it can be opened. Uh, it, when you sign, you sign on an, uh, on an, uh, a certain in a certain way that the ballot could be opened and changed, and it could be replicated, and it's it still is beyond being able to be detected uh, it, it sufficiently. Right. Right. So my suggestion is this: we have to address the American people have to address the mail-in balloting, and we have to change that. You know, it is state by state, Paula, and certain states are looking at this, but it's not, again, hitting the media. Some people will say to me, well, nothing's been found since the election. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Wisconsin, their Supreme Court talked about the illegalities like these boxes that were put in their state and they're they're banning them now. Hopefully Pennsylvania is moving in that same rate, but it's a state by state Thing. Both both the Supreme Court of Wisconsin yep. and the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania. Uh, for example, Wisconsin found all forms of ballot uh, boxes, you know, those, those Zuckerberg boxes that collected hundreds of thousands of votes uh, to be illegal, completely in violation of the law of Wisconsin. By the way, they were illegal during the 2020 election, which makes those votes invalid. Now, nothing much you can do about it at this point except for the fact that when the president was saying that there were there were and the the court describes it as fraud, by the way. So when the president was talking about election fraud, sounds like the Supreme Court of Wisconsin agreed with him. In fact, three judges on the court always agreed with him because the original opinion was four to three. Now now all four judges agree with him. So the idea that he was making up election fraud in order to create some kind of revolution I mean, that falls apart completely with yeah. the decision in Arizona, the decision in Pennsylvania, the report done by the judge in Wisconsin, which uncovered uh, uh, elderly people who didn't know who they were voting. And yeah. now their family saying ballot harvesting. they haven't voted in 20 years. But um, ballot harvesting is illegal in most states. So that's completely a thing illegal to push in Wisconsin. To. If you're from a state that has that, you should push to make it illegal. Yeah, and now, um, so you have two states in which there have been definitive uh, court opinions and uh, reports of uh, election fraud supporting completely uh, the president's uh, position. So to say that when somebody said stolen election, they were making it up, they keep saying his false claim of stolen election. Or debunked. But what about all these thousands of people that that gave him affidavits Good and that American agree with it? citizens? Yeah, it, it's really yeah, terrible. Yeah. And you know, I say all the time that we can't really move on until we fix that. Have prosecutions. It doesn't mean Donald Trump will be reinstated. It just means we have to have. We are the best country in the world. We could help elections in other countries, but we can't secure our own. But we are going to move on to Leah. Good morning, Leah. Thank you very much for taking. Thank good morning. Thank you very much for taking my call. Uh, I'd like trip, if I may, and I have several points. I appreciate it very much if you would allow me to sure, uh, uh, name name my points. Yes, as quick uh, as possible. All, as far as as far as Saudi Arabia, I think that was a total failure. Uh, first of all. Um, it's a known fact that Saudi Arabia was uh, on the verge of joining the Abraham Accords. And one of the things that kept them back was Biden's support for Iran. Uh, second of all, I'm a supporter of Lapid. I'm far from it. However, uh, in this case, Lapid spoke uh, on behalf of Israel, which is directly under fire. I agree with and that. Third of all, third of all, it was a direct slap in the face to Israel that Biden went to uh, Yad Vashem, the Holocaust Memorial, instead of the Holy Wall. Now, tell me why. Explain that to me, please, Leah. Why? Why, why would you consider that uh, such a terrible slight? Because the should, should he have done both? I mean, the Palestinians are claiming the Holy Wall. Uh, on the they claim that Mohammed uh, ascended to heaven, and they claim the holy wall as one of 
sources of the of Palestine and a Palestinian state. Well, you know, we have the most educated and smart listeners. We always learn something new when we talk to the people. That's what I wish our government well, I think, officials I think, did. I think, Leah, you're saying he didn't go to the uh, uh, the wall because it's controversial, because uh, because the uh, Palestinians claim it as their holy site, uh, and uh, that's 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 where the angel came and dictated the um, the Quran to Muhammad and then took him on a flight to heaven, uh, and that's. You know, one of their holy places. It's also the site of the Grand Temple, the great, the great uh, temple that was destroyed by the Romans in seventy A.D. And it's also roughly the site of the uh, of the crucifixion and burial of, uh, of of Jesus. So it's a it's a the whole area. If you see it as an area, is an area in which three religions. Yes, great. Three religions that all trace themselves to Abraham. Yeah. Yep. Uh, have holy sites, none of which are in conflict with each other. And uh, until the Palestinians came along, they weren't handled that way. The uh, I, I remember, I remember going there, and uh, it was just handled beautifully. And you know, everybody had a chance to to worship the way they want. And now uh, the Palestinians want to claim it exclusively as theirs, and they just can't do that. I mean, oh. they're they're entitled to to. to their little to piece. have their belief, to have <laughs> yeah, their belief, and to worship piece, there. Like, yeah. uh, so are the, so are the Jews, so are the Christians, and so are the yeah. people who just want to go there for history. Yeah. Now the the real issue is, is it the is it the um, capital of Israel or? Uh, but Palestine never had a capital. There never was a Palestine. There was no such thing as the Palestinians. <laughs> this is a hundred year old made up thing. I mean, they were they were Bedouins. There was no Palestinian state. There's, there's no Palestinian history. There's no Palestinian constitution. Jerusalem has been the, the uh, capital of the Jewish people for 2,000. Go to the Bible. <laughs> Read the Bible. Jerusalem is the center of Judaism. Uh, Jerusalem is uh, an enormously important site for Christianity. And it's the th- third, frankly, most important site for for the Muslim uh, religion, not the most. Mm. So um, this idea of whose capital it is, I think if you read history fairly, making it the capital of the Jewish state is completely consistent with thousands and thousands of years of history and thousands and thousands of years of religion theology. Mm. And only Donald Trump had the courage to do that. And for that reason... Um, <laughs> Donald Trump did more to help this country, change this country, than any president since uh, since Ronald Reagan. And now we see what it's like to have someone without his courage, without his intelligence, without his uh, backbone. And of course, you know, worse, much worse than that. We we didn't just get a bad president; we got a president who really should be removed because he belongs in a nursing home. Well, we're going to go on a softer note now. I got to talk about these shark sightings. Like, talk about a 360. You're going to swim? Uh, go, you want to go swimming? I love swimming. And in my home state, New Hampshire, I have 19 miles of coast coastline. And I can't recall hearing about a shark sighting, but we would often hear about shark sightings in Cape Cod. But your Long Island here has had five or six. Yeah, it, I wish I wish we could show them the map. Yeah, I love you know I love maps, and it basically you could see it beginning. Uh, well, let me let me read you the places. Wantaw, which is in Nassau County, uh, had a bite. Uh, Shirley, which is uh, on its way out there into, into Suffolk County. Uh, uh, Fire Island had two, if I recall correctly. Fire Island had two, which is kind of off Long Island, its own separate island off Long Island. And then uh, Shirley had another one, which is pretty far out. Then there have been sightings at um, Long Beach Barrier Island, another f- sighting on Fire Island, and th- then off the coast of Tobey Beach, which is about halfway out. Kind of interesting. If you go to the post, you'll see the sightings of them. But the f- the five bites were, were pretty pretty serious. Yeah. I mean, we got to watch Jaws again. I mean, this is and it, and it's because some kind of fish 
is abundant, so the sharks are chasing them to eat. Somebody could blame us on the Democrats. <laughs> yes, it's all the rest. It is a Democrat state. Fault. It is a Democrat state. I mean, they, that's why they're hanging around here. There is but, something changing with the parties, though. Now, you had said when you were a Democrat, it was because you thought the Republican Party was for the elite. I never grew up with that thought of the Republicans. Oh, yeah, back, back in the I 30s, actually, 40s, 50s, 60s. Since as long as I can remember, I always believed Republicans were the party of lower, you know, smaller government. I never thought. That's true. Yeah, I never thought of them for just the rich. But you weren't the only one with that perception. But now it's changing, right? There's a lot of people talking about it. Big time, big time, big time. Republicans are for the working class, for those people getting opportunity, but not the handouts, because that's how you thrive as a society. You work towards something. You're given the opportunity, and it's up to you what to do with it. Handouts, just think, if you were given money by the government, everything by the government, what 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 are you going to do with your day, right? You, you just lose all self-respect. You lose any kind of uh, spirit to, to learn, to move forward. It, it really crushes the soul more than anything. Now, ha- having said that, I do believe as Americans we should help those people down of in course, luck. Of course, but we should general, help them yeah, to help through themselves. Through a period. But always, yeah. The emphasis has to be whenever – like, I looked at Biden's programs, and I went crazy because I thought we learned this with Clinton. I thought I helped a teacher to Clinton because I did welfare reform before he did. I, and I'll tell you, I borrowed mine from Governor Thompson of Wisconsin. They basically started workfare, and it was a revolution when I did it. The New York Times went crazy on me. I required people on welfare to work, and I did it to restore the work ethic to them yes. and to their families. Yeah. There were families – in which a child had never seen anybody go to work. Yeah, uh, their, yes. uh, what a uh, great point. You got you got two generations before them that were living off the government. So I turned and living with off the, the great government. Society. May I say it's living off of me and you, taxpayers? Come on. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like right. that woman, like that woman who got her boy her boyfriend killed by going to get him. Yeah, she was using our money. Yeah, the, the card that had no money on it. Yeah. wasn't her money. Yeah, it was our money. It was our money. It was one of her. It was a welfare card. Yeah. Uh, the 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 candy or whatever it was cost a dollar seventy five. The chips cost a yeah. dollar seventy five. Do you know there was a little girl? We're talking about the bodega uh, killing, self defense killing of Jose Alba was the person who owned it, the proprietor. Yeah. And Simon, this guy, this bully guy, has a record. Was called in by Eight. his girlfriend. Because her EBT card didn't work and she wanted chips for her daughter. So when all this was going on, that little knife fight, there was a little girl in there. Yeah, there was a little girl yeah. in there. And then sitting in the DA's office is a DA who belongs in prison for failing to violate, for failing to uphold his oath of office and for getting a lot of people in New York killed. I mean, I, I, I don't know if people make this connection. I always did, which is what kept me up at night. My decisions as mayor. Save lives or cost lives. Yeah, and therefore I damn well wanted to make them correctly. Yeah, and when sure. I, when I when I saw large uh, I saw increases in murder or, or a crime, I'd stay up all night trying to figure out how are we going to change that. Nobody's doing that now. Mm. Nobody, and uh, it's just it's just a, ter- a terrible thing to watch. But this guy Bragg, this is this is a horrible thing, and it's not isolated. This is part of a Soros conspiracy to undermine America. I still don't get it, though, Rudy, like this garçon in L.A., which hopefully will be recalled like uh, Boudin did in he San Francisco. Just let Francisco. another killer go. Just but yeah. Another, just like, let another rapist go I through. don't get it. I, don't they care about people? It. Read Marx. I get it. Uh, yeah. I, I, I get it. I get right. it. There's no it's, doubt. It's there's all no, a Marxist There's no philosophy. doubt that this is part of, like, inflation out of control. This is all part of trying to ruin our society. Uh, when when you see them uh, burning flags and you see them uh, talking about America being uh, uh, racist in 1619 and it's born with racism and everybody's a racist and Madison's a bad guy. It's getting us to hate our country. That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to get us to hate the United States of and America. And kill each other and divide us. So that we will be so that we will become part will become part of what was it? One liberal, one liberal world, mean meaning a communist world, run run probably by 
China. We'll be back right after the break. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria Ryan. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Now, with Dr. Maria Ryan, here's Rudy Giuliani. This is uh, Rudy Giuliani uh, back with Uncovering the Truth, brought to you by Tunnel Two Towers, T2T.org, and make your $11 a month contribution now. Now. Let's see if we can get a, another question or two in. Let's go to Diane in Brooklyn. Hi. Yeah. Okay. About Palestine? Yeah. Yes. Hadrian, when Rome took over Israel, Hadrian of Rome, the leader of Rome, renamed Israel into Palestinia after the dead race of Philistines, you know. And, and before Israel became a state, no self-respecting Arab would call themselves a Palestinian. In fact, in the First World Fair, the Palestine exhibit was Jewish. The Bank of Palestine was Jewish, you know. So, so much for Palestine. Palestine. Yeah, no, thank you, Diane. I actually you. saw no, Roman ruins in Israel. She's 100% correct about the history, uh, which, of course, would not be allowed to be taught in a, an American public school. Uh, to uh, today, so let's go to Ralph. Ralph in New Jersey. All right, we have now come to a point where economics from politics. In a thinking economy, everyone is downing, and Biden is getting worse the longer this goes. Like a social cancer that metastasis to the body politics of our country. This one is doing more harm than good. He's a liability you. and a very what, what? problematic man who's just drifting aimlessly, who is failing to plan from day one and is planning to fail. This man is lower than low and worse <laughs> of the worst. What so would you like to do with him? What, 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 what shall we, we do? do? What shall we what do? do? We got Tell two us. more years of him. Well, when Labor Day comes around, I hope that this is a moment of introspection, reflection, and perception in this country that, you know, we need to correct the course. Should he be, should he be, should, let me ask you the direct question, because there's really one, one choice, which is either impeachment or removal for incompetence. Should he be removed and replaced with Kamala Harris? Um. It should be somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't go that way. I guess, she I is guess, the I next guess, in line. Okay, let's see if we can get Isaac in before we have to move on. Isaac. Oh, hi. Hi, good morning, Mr. Mayor. Thanks for taking my call. Oh, um, thanks for calling. By the way, that caller, that was a great call, the last one. <laughs> yes, yes, he is. You know, people are frustrated. I get it. I'm yeah. frustrated. Every time I watch yeah. the news, I have angina. <laughs> you know, yeah. So what's oh, up? By the way, so talking about this, so actually before that, because I just reminded me, so I was I live in East Strasbourg here, so I was in the gas station a couple of months ago, whatever, when the gas prices started to go really high. Um, this guy's at a pump, a Spanish 45-something of that, and he starts, cur- and he curses Biden, you know, all the awards. <laughs> I come out of the car, so, you know, I assume he probably voted for Trump, right? I yeah. mean, that's why, why. So we start talking, and then I ask him, so who do you actually you vote for? He goes, oh, yeah, I voted for the guy. You see? I yeah. voted for the guy. Now he hates him because of the gas. Yeah. <laughs> but he's yeah. not going to vote for him again. So, but what, I, what Dr. Maria said earlier regarding the people that got that actually got the vaccine yeah. are more likely yeah, 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 yeah. to the new variant. So I... I so I had I didn't have the I didn't have COVID when everyone has got my entire family I did not get it, nothing. Yeah. And finally, when I caved in, I got the shot, whatever, because you know I couldn't go there. I was like, you know what, I, I'm not making my life. I ca- I would say, I, you know, I admit I caved. So I actually got the shot in, in November of 21, mm-hmm. which is pretty, you know, late. And literally, I'm not joking. Literally, a week and a half later, I got COVID. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally, what a, a week and a half later, I got COVID. What? Yeah, I'm not what a vaccine. You know, we are going through a bad time at the CDC and the National Institute of Health. 
there are so many professionals, really bright people who could help public health are resigning because they don't like the lack of transparency about these vaccines and the wrong information being given to the public. And I, I don't care who the president is, what party it is, I would gladly chair a committee to look at all this and give truthful information to the American public. I put out an article on, I don't know, probably Twitter, and it had to do with the Pfizer documents. Now, remember, Pfizer wanted to hold that information for 75 years uh, from the public. But in their own documents, they were talking, in their small trial period, what was happening to the reproduction system of, of women. So that's a fact. That's from clinical trials, and it was censored. Twitter told me they cannot allow people to see it or retweet it. So we're living in a in a bad society. I did write to Twitter and told them that they're doing a terrible disservice to the public. But we have to right-size this. This has got to do with people's health. It does, but absolutely. thank you for calling in, Isaac. Yeah, thank you for calling in, and thank you all for, uh, for listening in. Uh, this week I'll be on all week, uh, 3 to 4, on uh, the Rudy Giuliani Show on WABC. And also, we'll be back next week on Uncovering the Truth with Dr. Ryan. And also, I have a terrific podcast out right now about... Uh, it's one of my favorites. I, I think a great yeah, interview. Yeah, I love, I love that guy, Adam Tell Coleman. Um, it, he authored a book, Adam Coleman, From Black Victim to Black Victor. But really, what's, what you were interested in, he wrote an article in the New York Post about the Bodega case. Yeah, the Bodega case is yeah. used as an example of uh, uh, the, the, the terrible damage done by black victimization and, and the use of black victimization and how many and how the greatest damage done to blacks have been done by white liberals. But it'd be, it, you should watch it. Yeah, it's on watch the podcast. RudyGiulianiCS.com. RudyGiulianiCS.com. Hit subscribe for free. You'll enjoy it. We'll be back next week. God bless America, and God bless you. Have a great week, everybody. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.